I was so freaked out. I actually ran away, like physically <laughs> ran away. <laughs> <laughs> Have you taken the five love languages test? No. What the hell is no. that? <laughs> Welcome back to Two Pills in a Pod. I'm Jessica. And I'm Candice. And today we're t- going to talk about a juicy topic. We're going to talk about relationships. Um, juicy. <laughs> so what, Candice, do you want to tell everyone your dating history? Well, your relationship history. Well, where do I start? I can write a book. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I guess I'll just focus on the serious relationships that I've had. I was in a relationship with a boy from <laughs> 2011 to 2014. So that was over three years time. And we broke up for good in the summer of 2014. And if you're listening to it, hi. Well, I don't think he's listening. After that, I took a long break from relationship mm-hmm. and actually met my current boyfriend in 2016 where we have remained in a relationship since then but let me tell you relationship a serious one a committed one it ain't easy man it honestly ain't easy it is a lot of hard work it is a lot of commitment it is a lot of anger management anger management yeah it's hard yeah I think it's tougher because you're leaving with him. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I think we know each other so much better as well now because we are living together. And it's a different kind of relationship because it's not just about, you know, the lovey-dovey side of it. It is a lot of hard work. But I suppose once you know that you're committed to this person and you're committed for life, it it is worth the hard work, if you know what I mean. Hmm. No, I don't know what you mean because I haven't met that person yet. I think I found the <laughs> one, but I'm still on my way searching. Um, okay. I just ended a relationship um, last year. That was my first boyfriend and we were together for three and a half years. And because it was a long distance relationship, like you say, the committed serious relationship, it's so hard to maintain. And yeah, we had a peaceful breakup and I had just one boyfriend. So it's, it's a bit boring, but yeah, typical. I don't think I've asked you these questions, but what do you look for in your lifetime partner? For me, the number one criteria is sense of humor. I honestly cannot imagine what it would be like to be in a relationship with somebody who has no sense of humor or, you know, if somebody's sense of humor is completely different from mine. Uh, I'm really lucky in a sense that my current boyfriend has is on the same wavelength as me in terms of sense of humor. You know, we Mm -hmm. make fun of each other, we play with each other, and we have the same sense of humor. He finds me so funny. He finds me hilarious. (laughs) He laughs at my joke. I laugh at his joke. Sometimes it's terrible, but I still laugh (laughs) at it. Um, But we have same sort of sense of humor, and I definitely think that it is very important for a relationship to have sense of humor. Another thing would probably be mutual respect for each other, encouraging each other to achieve your goals, being each other's cheerleader. Again, I'm very lucky in this department because my boyfriend is my biggest cheerleader and he is always very supportive in 
whatever that I want to do, including this podcast. And he respects me as his partner. He respects me as his equal. He respects me as a woman. And I honestly can't ask for more because there's nothing better than being respected by your partner. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think it's so important to be able to have someone that support you in everything you do in your life, um, especially he's your partner for a lifetime. I think that's that's the main criteria that I look for in my partner as well. I think the other most important thing is um, loyalty. Like that's what I've learned from my last relationship that I want to be able to trust my other half fully without like any second doubt that I can trust this person without thinking about like what he's doing or like checking on him all the time did you not trust him i trusted him yes but some some things happen and that sort of um, break the trust a bit i think yeah i mean he he did give me sense of security during the first two years of relationship but on the third yeah, it's just got harder. I think we'll talk about this in our next episode when we talk about long long distance relationship. But like for my next relationship, I think I would want to look for um someone who I can communicate easily. Like mm-hmm. someone who want to share their thoughts with me and like I want to share anything in happening in my life with him without without thinking that I will receive any judgment from him. I think at this stage of life, like quarter life, um I really <laughs> I really want to find someone that has like similar views and same mi- mindsets so that we can grow together and we are on the same page and we, we know what we want to achieve in life together and we can picture ourselves having a future together. I think it's very important to me that I can trust this person and fully open up to him and we can support each other no matter what happened and we can count on each other in life. Yeah. I totally agree. Communication is one of the most important factors that you need to have in a relationship. You need to be able to be open and honest with your partner to communicate with each other. It is definitely the key to a healthy relationship. You need to be able to voice out every time you're unhappy with something in your relationship. You need to be able to talk to your partner honestly without being afraid of being judged or being criticize and also for me i also want to find a partner who wants the same thing in life as me there's no point in finding somebody who's tall dark and handsome and then in the end finding out that he does not want the same thing as you for example if you want to have kids does he want kids if you want to get married is he opposed to the idea of marriage you know are you a dog or a cat person yeah, but do you think love is also about compromise? If someone truly really loves you, he m- might be able to compromise to your suggestion. Like they, they might be willing to change for you. I mean, it's it's not asking your partner to, not forcing him to change. It's not trying to like guilt trip him to change because of you. But like, if you for myself, like if I truly love someone, if my partner wants to get a cat and I hate cats but i think i'll be able to compromise to that like it also depends on like what you're willing to compromise i guess yeah i think it's also depending on the size of the compromise Mm -hmm. that you want to choose for example if getting a cat probably wouldn't really change your life completely you know Mm -hmm. you just have an extra thing lying around in your house whereas if you (laughs) are 
<laughs> I mean, extra living thing. But if you have always dreamed of being married and having kids, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the dream, would you be okay letting all that go for somebody who never wants to get married and never wants to have kids i just think that it's not fair for that person to sacrifice so much because at the end of the day i'm going to resent him for Mm -hmm. that because because of you i can't have all this you know because i'm with you i can't have kids because i'm with you i am not married so is that a sacrifice that you're willing to make at the end of the day i think that definitely love comes with sacrifices and compromises but it is also how big of a sacrifice are you asking from me mm-hmm. you know that's true i mean it's it, it would be ideal to have someone who is tall dark handsome and also like tick all the boxes and matches your criteria but i guess you just need to know yourself first of all you need to know how to love yourself and you know what you want in in your life make yourself your priority and then you would know what you want to look for in your lifetime partner i guess in order to be truly happy in your relationship you need to be happy with yourself as well happiness should always come within ourselves we should never hang our happiness based on somebody else's presence in our life and that is very important thing to keep in mind as well you need to be happy with yourself before you can be happy in a relationship now that you're with your boyfriend and he's from Ireland, so what's what's the experience like dating someone from a complete different race and country? Well, I was in a relationship with a guy who was also Chinese like me. So my first relationship was with a Chinese guy, but he was from a different country. And now I'm in a relationship with somebody from a different race. So my boyfriend is Caucasian. I think that race may play a small part in your relationship it can cause friction or misunderstanding but funnily enough i feel more comfortable and compatible with my current boyfriend than i was with my ex even though he was not chinese and he occasionally walks in the house with his shoes on which annoys (laughs) me yeah but i think at the end of the day what's most important is a mutual understanding with each other that we come from different backgrounds, we grow up differently, we have different cultures, and we just have to respect each other. I think for me and him, we are doing very well in that sense. And I'm also very lucky because he really embraced my culture. He loves our food. He went home to visit. He even tried to learn Indonesian so he can communicate with my grandmother my parents my siblings and I really admire that about him and obviously because I have been living in the UK for over 10 years it wasn't that hard for me to integrate into his culture because Mm -hmm. it has been an everyday life for me it has been part of my routine so I don't mind eating potatoes sometimes for dinner. I mean, that's a very overgeneralization, but Mm -hmm. we eat potatoes sometimes. We eat rice sometimes. We don't wear shoes in the house sometimes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we do. So it's just trying to find a balance with each other as well. And maybe some interracial relationship is easier than another. But as long as you find that middle ground that works for you Mm -hmm. you don't have to be defined by your races you don't have to be defined by 
where you come from. A relationship is between two people, regardless of what you look like, regardless of where you come from. As long as you love each other, you respect each other, you communicate your wants and your needs. Yeah, totally agree. I think race or like someone who comes from a different country or background doesn't really. It's not the most important factor in the relationship. I think. Do you have a experience with seeing somebody of a different country or of yeah. a different race? Yeah, I ha- I dated. A- BBC, so British-born Chinese before um, for a couple of months, and it was nice in a way that we share similar cultural backgrounds and we have common things to talk about, and we can sometimes speak the common languages that we know. But at the same time, he is quite whitewashed, and so it was fun and exciting at a start where we. Can hang out. Even the food that we eat, we had like Chinese food, and we talk about like a lot about our culture a lot. But eventually, we ran out of stuff to talk about, and yeah, I think it's really important to find someone who can sh- communicate with you in every way. I think. Why did you eventually run out of stuff to talk about? You know, some people just don't vibe with you. Like some people just we we were attracted to each other. I think it was because of our physical appearance. Like he he's quite good looking, and how shallow of you? <laughs> well, yeah, I was young, so shallow bad time. You just you're just looking for someone who's good looking. Yeah, but like eventually, you just some people just don't vibe with you, and some people just don't. I think for him, we don't have we don't even have like similar sense of humor. That's one of the things that put me off already. He laughed at a jokes that I don't actually find it funny. So when you say that he was whitewashed, was it because of his environment and his upbringing? Yeah, born and yeah. bred. In- <laughs> <laughs> Someone who is born and bred in Northern Ireland. I remember when I saw that, I thought he meant chickens. Like, what is it, chickens? <laughs> He's <laughs> an environment that he's surrounded by um white people, I guess. Um, even though his his family are all Chinese, and I think that still makes a difference. Yeah, but I don't think like a cultural background will play important factor in the relationship. I think it's more about the mindset, personality. Your character, your views in everything, so that's more important, I think. Definitely. Obviously, you guys did not end up in a relationship. So, with your other boyfriend, mm-hmm. how did you know when to commit with him? When did you make the decision to be together officially? So, I had my first boyfriend in my last year of uni. So, it's I think it's quite difficult for me to actually. Commit to someone and know that I want to be with someone. It's not that I have high standards or anything, but it's more like I don't know. I guess it's just a feeling with my first boyfriend that we spend a lot of time together. I know him quite well from chatting with him, and we spend a lot of time in the library together, and and we hang out a lot together. So I know that he's a family guy. He brought up in a really good family, and he's very well mannered, and like he's very close to his family. I think that's the most important thing, and that that's what. Attracted me to want to be together with him. Yeah, I think that's that's the qualities that I was looking for in a partner. That he's actually reminded me of my dad when when I first met him and when I first talked to him. And that's why I I know that I can have a relationship with him. So what about yourself? It's funny when you said that he reminded you of your dad because I subconsciously look for guys that remind me of my dad as yeah. well. Because we look up to our dad so much and. 
we are subconsciously trying to find somebody that can take care of us the way our dads took care of us, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's very weird because I didn't think anyone else had that as well. You know, finding a partner that reminds them of their dad, which is weird in like a certain aspect, but at the same time, it makes sense because we spend so much time being taken care of by our dad. Mm-hmm. And it's only natural that we want to find somebody that can do a job as good as them, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Well, for me, with my first boyfriend, it was actually quite funny when he first told me of his intentions. I was so freaked out. I actually ran away, like mm-hmm. physically ran away. <laughs> <laughs> And I think I like air quote social distance myself from him (laughs) a little bit. And at that point, I was also in a situation with somebody else. So it was very confusing and it was very complicated for a 17 year old. I didn't know what I was doing at that point. I remember I realized I wanted to be with him when he went home over the summer. We were on the phone and I just felt like I miss him so much. I think it was because... I was so used to having him around, having him every day with me, that when he was gone, I just miss him so much. And that's when we decided to start dating. With my current boyfriend, I knew I wanted to be with him within, I guess, the first three dates. You know when people say, when you know, you know? Mm -hmm. I know it's very cliche to say that, but I just Mm -hmm. knew at that point. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, mostly like a gut feeling. Yeah, I can tell pretty quickly when I'm not interested in somebody. Mm-hmm. But I also can tell pretty quickly when I do. And making the decision to commit to a person is so scary. I remember we had a chat about, you know, defining the relationship with him in his car and thinking, how scary is this? Like, what would my family think about me dating a Caucasian? Like, what do I know about dating a Caucasian? But with him, it was so easy. Like, everything was so easy there was no drama there was no mind games there was no back and forth and he made clear of his intentions pretty early on as well and it was just easy there was no other way to explain it are you his first asian girlfriend then have he ever dated any like asian girlfriends or not that i know of right yeah i've asked this question multiple times multiple times yeah of course of course i want to know i'm nosy i asked him a few times and he said no but well he told me that he had an ex before me and that was the only one that he's had so he only had two girlfriends before and i'm his second one so anything else that happened in between i don't know he didn't tell me okay would you compare yourself with his ex then no not his ex but I did compare myself to my ex's ex, right? So this is where I get Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll just chalk it up to me being young and dumb, basically. But my ex had an ex. <laughs> what? Your yeah, ex well, had so, an ex. Yeah, that's yeah, so fair enough. My ex-boyfriend had an ex-girlfriend when mm. we dated. Yeah. So in fact, when we were friends, they were still together, right? So... Until today, I don't know if there were any wires that was crossed. Mm-hmm. He told me that there was no wires crossed. You know, he, he started on a clean slate, but mm-hmm. who knows, right? Mm-hmm. But I had my suspicions. I have to admit, I did do some stalking, okay? I think okay. it was 2011, Facebook was the shit. So she actually added me on Facebook. 
hello girlfriend um, <laughs> so, obviously I dug deep and I have to admit I did compare myself to her I thought she was prettier than me she was skinnier than me she was probably smarter than me as well mm-hmm. and I kept asking myself why did he choose me why me his ex-girlfriend seems perfectly fine so why did he choose me I don't remember if we ever spoke about it but eventually it just fizzled out I just let it go and I just enjoyed my new relationship with my current boyfriend I would like to think that I'm a little bit more mature now mm-hmm. <laughs> I asked him directly about her so when we first started going out we talked about our past and I asked him about her we talked about how they met how long they were together why they broke up and I think I've seen pictures of her on Facebook but that was it I never stalked her I never try to look her up i think i asked him about her like once and then that's it i just let it go you know i i mean i didn't even think that i wanted to i just didn't want to know because i just felt like the past should just be left in the past Mm -hmm. and i knew that we were completely committed to each other and i didn't have any reason to doubt him so Mm -hmm. yeah sometimes i feel like at the end of the day when emotions and hormones come into play, sometimes you just can't help it. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. no matter how secure you are with yourself and with your relationship, it's natural to be curious and to want to know more about our partners and their past. Mm-hmm. But I just tell myself that, you know, he has chosen to be with me instead of his mm-hmm. ex and everyone has a past. So mm-hmm. we should just let the past stay in the past. Mm-hmm. There's never any good that comes out of digging the past. Don't you agree? Yeah, but I think curiosity is just human nature. And I think the good thing about me is that I had my first relationship when I was quite mature already. I was at I was 23 when I dated my ex and we were both quite mature and we can talk things out like easily. And yes, I was insecure about his past relationship. Not to say insecure, but like I was curious about his past relationship. I wasn't insecure about myself i guess but like i want to know more about his past relationship i i I don't want to hear stories from other people because his friends was telling me about his ex-girlfriend and stuff so i i I want to hear his side of story and so i asked him and he told me everything that i i want to know and yeah that's that's i think that's how it should work in every relationship like if you have any doubts then you just talk things out and there's no reason that you should be insecure or like you should compare yourself with your partner's ex because like you said he chosen you he chose you over anyone else and that's what matters yeah at the end of the day it's not just about appearances as well isn't Mm -hmm. it we never know what happened in the relationship they might Mm -hmm. just not be compatible and that's why their relationship ended and we should just let it be and let it go Mm mm-hmm so what have you learned then from your past relationship? What have I learned from my past relationship? I think I've learned how to love, first of all. Loving someone. Wow. The- <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, I know. Um, Because I never actually commit myself in a relationship. I never really, like, I'm always the one who makes myself the priority in everything. So it was the first time that I make someone else more important than myself. Like, I I guess that's the first time that I really love someone. 
I, I would say. So I first of all, I learned how to love, and second of all, I have learned um how to compromise in a relationship. Before having a relationship, I I didn't expect that I would need to make any compromise or sacrifices in the relationship. Um, or like having to love someone, I guess. I have also learned that communication is the key in our relationship. Whenever we we fight, we will try to resolve it on the same day and we'll try to talk things out. That's what we have came into agreement that if we ever fight, we'll try to resolve it on the same day and try not to leave it till the next day or like hold any grudges. And I think that's that's quite important. But then again, I find that the lack of communication is also what killed our relationship, I guess. Um, because every time I try to ask him about uh, what he thinks and how he feels, he will refuse to share his thoughts. I don't really know what's the reason behind it because he never talked about it that's the issue which is why in the next relationship that's that's what i'm looking for that's someone who can actually share his thoughts with me yeah i guess somebody who is just more open about mm-hmm. his feelings and his thoughts because i'm mm-hmm. sure your ex had his own thoughts as well and has his own reasons as well but he was just not open to sharing it mm-hmm. yep what about yourself i think for me probably would be knowing when your relationship has gone past its expiry date this is coming from me learning about relationship from my first relationship so our relationship pretty much expired after the second year i -hmm. think we both knew that we've come to the end of the road and it has fizzled out and we have nothing but fondness for each other sometimes you're just used to someone and you just never want to you're just afraid too afraid to leave him and yeah. too afraid to being alone I guess. yeah which which is what i think happened with us so we broke up after the second year and it was really hard for me personally because mm-hmm. i got together with him when i first came to belfast and it was all i know you know he was all i know in Belfast Mm -hmm. my world in Belfast consisted of him so when that part wasn't there anymore it was really hard for me so when he asked me if I wanted to get back together I jumped at a chance because there's nothing better than familiarity at that point Mm -hmm. what I didn't know at that time was just because you miss somebody doesn't mean that they should come back into your life breakups are supposed to be hard so We just have to deal with it Mm -hmm. and then let enough time pass so Mm -hmm. that it doesn't hurt as much anymore. By the way, we are going to talk about breakups in more details. But going back to the lessons that I've learned is that I should have known to end it when it ended. Mm -hmm. Because we got back together and the relationship wasn't any more better. It was just stagnant and And not healthy yeah if anything it just wastes both of our times there's nothing wrong with admitting that the relationship has gone past its expiry date and Mm -hmm. just calling time out just means that you're not compatible with your partner don't stay in a relationship just because you're afraid of being single i think for the Mm -hmm. longest time i was afraid of being alone because i've forgotten how or i was afraid that i wouldn't find somebody better than him i was wrong he's not the right one for me i always find somebody better than him because Mm -hmm. he's not the right one in the first place Mm -hmm. he was holding me back i was probably holding him back as well so why waste each other's time this is also 
from my experience, not to fall in love too quickly and to listen to what the other person is saying. So I fell into this predicament once where I've decided that I like this person a lot. I don't even know him that well. We've only met like twice and turned out he was not over his ex-girlfriend. And Mm -hmm. funny enough, his ex-girlfriend was Asian as well. So I should have known because all the signs were there. Like he kept mentioning her every chance he got and he kept comparing me to her. Um, he keeps saying like, oh, my ex-girlfriend used to do this. Why didn't you do this? I'm like, as if we're all the same person. Like, come mm. on. I didn't listen to myself back then because I told myself that it doesn't matter. You know, he's hot, he's cute, he's tall. Mm-hmm. Can't overlook all that. But <laughs> imagine how stupid I felt when he told me that he wasn't over his ex. Like, girl, you should have known. You should have seen it coming like a mm-hmm. mile away. It was mm-hmm. so obvious. I should have just known. Mm-hmm. But because I've already blind myself with all this fantasy. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see the truth. And when the mm-hmm. truth hit me, I was so upset. Mm-hmm. But I just have to realize that he got away because he wasn't the one. You know, mm-hmm. the one will stay. The one will not date other people when he's still not over his ex-girlfriend. You know, so that's my lessons. <laughs> yeah. So how do you know that your current partner is a lot is is the one then how do you keep this relationship alive now that you have been with him for like four and a half years i think for this relationship why it's different is because my boyfriend is not afraid of communicating i think if we stress this enough in this episode is that communication is key Mm. and that my ex-boyfriend was very passive when it comes to communication. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't tell me what he's thinking. He wouldn't tell me what he's planning. He wouldn't share with me his thoughts. And oftentimes, I would just be left guessing. Nothing good ever comes out of guessing. You should never assume that you know what the other person is thinking. But for my current boyfriend, he's very communicative. He's very open. He's very communicative and I think that is one of the most important factors in my current relationship as to why we are still in (laughs) we are still in a relationship today Mm -hmm. we tell each other if there's something we're not happy about the other person we are honest with each other about what we want from the relationship and sometimes even just a simple like I love you do the trick you need to let your partner know that they still mean a lot to you that you know, they're important to you. You're still attracted to them. Yeah, but also at the same time, you shouldn't... I think people need to bear in mind that you shouldn't take the small things for granted. Like, if you take the small things for granted, you might just not appreciate what your partner actually try to make an effort to make you happy in daily life. Yeah, that's completely true because usually the small things add up. I don't know if you know about this. Have you taken the five love languages test? No. What the hell is that? No. <laughs> So the five love languages are words of affirmation, quality time, acts mm-hmm. of service, mm-hmm. physical touch, and receiving gifts. So this is how you perceive love. You know, when you love somebody, this is how you treat them to show them that you love or how, you know, when somebody treats you the same way, that's how you feel love. I took the test and my biggest love language is quality time. Whereas mm. for my boyfriend, his biggest love language is acts of service so what he's trying to tell me is basically that he wants me to cook for him all the time wash his dishes do his laundry and drive him everywhere (laughs) (laughs) whereas 
for me, I appreciate quality time. So when he spends time with me, mm-hmm. I feel love. And when I do things for him, he feels love. Mm-hmm. So we need to understand our love language, and we need to understand our partner's love language as well. Because my love language is different from yours, mm-hmm. you know. So when I spend time with you, I'm thinking that I'm giving you love. But if that's not your love language, you yeah. won't find that. This is where a lot of couples struggle because mm-hmm. they that they're showing their partner with love, but their partner is not receiving it in the same language. Mm-hmm. So we need to let our partner know what our love language is and we need to find out what their love language is and try to meet somewhere in the middle so mm-hmm. for example now like we always have like an allocated date nights well pre-covid we have an allocated date night so we will go for a movie together we'll go for dinner together and it's proper quality time with just me and him no distractions no phones nothing else i look forward to that because that's when i feel the most love whereas for him when I cook for him or when I run errands for him, when I do something for him, he finds love in the acts of service that I provide for him. So I guess one of the best ways to keep the magic alive is to know your partner's love language and to know your love language. So yeah, I think I think it's very important because a lot of girls would expect their boyfriend to be mind reader. They expect their boyfriends to be able to read their minds and know what they want. But I think this is a good way to find out what you and your partner want out of this relationship. Yeah. So it is a quiz that you can take online. Mm -hmm. So you can take the test and then you can find out what is your love language. And then when you get a new boyfriend, (laughs) <laughs> and force him to take the quiz because I had to force mine to take the quiz and definitely it's called a language for a reason because it needs to be understood by both mm-hmm. parties right so if I'm speaking in Chinese and you're speaking in Swahili and we don't understand each other nothing <laughs> is going to work you know yep. so we need to be able to communicate in the same language and we need to be aware of the other person's love language that's so true well i guess that's it for today then so please subscribe follow and like us on apple Podcasts and spotify and share it with your friends um if you find us um interesting um follow us on our instagram page two person apart and we'll see you on the next episode bye thank you for listening bye